Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won. Um, all right, let's get into it. Warriors, <sighs> another team where you just go, what an absolutely incredible season. Webster, coach of the year, you know, to go and win coach of the year and be the assistant coach to Ivan, first of all, it shows you how good Ivan Cleary is, but to win it at the Warriors with the roster he's got, because yes, it's a good roster, it's a solid roster, but let's be honest here, heading into this season, that was almost our biggest concern. We weren't sitting here going, oh, this is a really good roster. I just don't know how they're going to click. We were going, has he really recruited anyone that's much better than the people that they were, that, like, were there already? But he, it has been a masterstroke the way he has gone, I don't want anyone else. I like this roster. And that's one area where I think coaches can improve. As soon as you start throwing out things like rebuild, and look, sometimes you need to when your club has just been struggling for so long. But as soon as you start like going, oh, we're looking for a seven or we're looking for a six or looking for a ten, like what does that say to the players that play for you? They go, oh, so you don't rate me. Sweet. No worries. Whereas Webster, the key ingredient to his success was, I think the roster I've got is good and I want to keep it. And I think there's no better example of that. As soon as RTS signed, he called Chance and said, Chance, just so you know, you are fullback next year. We have signed him as a centre. That's great coaching. Great coaching. Yeah, I think the big thing for me with Webby this year and, you know, it was that he, he coached the team that he had. Yeah. Not the key. Not, he didn't coach the team that he wanted. He coached the team he had. He, he worked at each and every one of their strengths. I remember him talking about Jackson Ford earlier in the season and saying, you know, he's going to be an 80-minute guy there all year because he, the longer the game goes, the better Jackson gets. You know, he obviously had Sean Johnson, got him back in form, and they played to their strengths. They played to that right edge. Mm. And they were just about untouchable down there. He got DWZ back into I'm not even back into form in the best form of his career I think yeah 100%. Like, I, I just and I think that he you know it, it, I think in the preseason I looked at you know who they'd signed they had good players but they'd lost good players as well and I would have described it as they've broken even 
Yeah. Now, when you break even on recruitment, you shouldn't jump up 10 spots on the ladder. Crazy. And it, once again, these weren't the guys that he signed. These were the guys that when he arrived there, the Warriors had signed them. So you'd have to think that over the next few years, he's going to make signings. And there's going to be a lot of guys that are going to be lining up to play for oh, him over the next few who years. Who wouldn't want to be a part of that movement mm, last yeah. year that happened? And also, the exciting thing is it's a very similar approach to Craig Bellamy. You know, I got to interview him on the captain's run a couple of weeks ago. And I basically put to him, like, is this a transition phase? And you've lost all these players. And he said... At the start of the year, our goal was to get the best out of the roster we had. And if you have that mentality rather than, oh, this is transition or this is a rebuild, then you can take teams that on paper may not be as competitive to as their potential. And that's exciting for Webster because imagine what he's going to do when he has either this roster develops into what he wants or he gets some big recruits in. Like this side, adding RTS into it. Like, I can't wait for him to come back. <sighs> I'm so excited. Imagine what if Webster continues on this trajectory and can maybe recruit or or just keeps building the way he is. Imagine what this is going to do in two or three years, or even longer than that, five years. So there's a 16 year old gun right now that's thinking about playing Union, but he saw what happened at the Warriors and he goes, you know what, I want to play for the Warriors, and he's heading into first grade in five years' time. Which is you know the decision that guys like Rocco Berry made a few years ago. Yeah, it's paying dividends. Uh, now, we've talked about SJ all year, so you guys know how we feel about SJ. Um, some key guys that I want to talk about, Mitch Barnett. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. I really think he had a great year. I really did. And it was interesting. So Paddy Carrigan, before they're playing the Warriors, they go, you know, you're coming up against Adam Fanua Blake. You know, are you concerned? How are you going to handle him? And Paddy goes, look, Adam, Adam's had a great year and we're absolutely concerned and we want to, you know, try to com- combat him. Um, he said, but guys like Mitch Barnett have been outstanding this year and it's, it's going to be a huge challenge for us to contain him. I thought Mitch Barnett has been one of their unsung heroes, along with guys like Josh Curran, um, along with guys like Ford. Mm. Outstanding. It was hard. It's hard not to make parallels, and we have all year for obvious reason, between Seraldo and the Bulldogs and Webster and the Warriors. And you mentioned their guru that... He went there and he didn't look to make massive changes early on. He got the best out of... He coached the, the roster that he had. It yeah. sounds stupid, doesn't it? But he did. And he got the best out of every single one of them. Cameron Seraldo wasn't able to do the same thing with his roster. And probably at the start of the season, we wouldn't have had those two rosters too far apart when, mm. when we're putting in our predictions and that sort of thing. You'd have the Bulldogs ahead of him, probably. Yeah, probably. I would have. Yeah, yep. there you go. And that's not a knock on Seraldo, but... It's an acknowledgement of what Webster was able to do with a squad that he inherited. And it means there's such a bright future ahead, or there should be for the Warriors, because this bloke who's had an incredible first season as a a head coach, when he puts his touches on it in terms of the the transfer market, uh, how that will respond. And it's been wonderful to see it all unfold. Yeah. I think that they just have two different approaches. Mm. I think Seraldo's approach is... I don't agree with this roster. I don't agree with the system set up. I'm just going to burn it all down and build mm. it from the ground again. And I think that also may come a little bit from Gus Gould, where he's trying to build a club from yeah. the ground up. 
Whereas I think with Webster, the slight difference is Warriors is a great club, like a really, really good club. Um, they financially, I think they're pretty good as well. Uh, they've got a, a good community around the club. And so maybe Webster was like, this is a really good club and I don't really need to burn it to a ground. I just need to find the best out of this roster. But it's just a different approach. And, you know, time will tell which one works. Yeah. Because you could argue they're almost at the same starting area or, you know, starting at the same line, I'd, I'd assume. Um, who else stood for you uh, you guys? Charles Nicol said? Yeah, Charles, fantastic as always. Um, and, you know, I know we complimented him all year, but I just – I can't leave Toya Harris out. He's Mate. just a monster over there. He um, When they signed him from the Melbourne Storm a couple of years ago, I sort of thought, yeah, okay, good signing, but he has just evolved into so much more than I ever thought he would. Like, I wish he got the credit he deserves as a player because I don't think people really realise how good this guy is. And, you know, maybe we're guilty of it. Not even maybe. We are probably guilty of it too, you know, because we're in Australia and we see all the Sydney teams, the Queensland teams. But some of the work this guy gets through and the quality of that work is seriously outstanding. Mm. And if you have him as your 13 for the team of the year, including finals, I wouldn't say that's a, a bad take at all. Not that's pushing back on you at all. 100%. Um, I love what the love what the wingers did this year. Now, Dallin was on the end of one of the best edges in the entire NRL this season. And Marcello Montoya, who I said, like, like Dallin throughout his career, I've been like... He's a solid NRL player and he's, you know, he's quite a good winger. I haven't loved what he's sort of done at fullback. Like, well, he has been solid, but this year he elevated his game to a whole new level. And sure, he's had a lot of help from the blokes inside him, namely at Sean Johnson, but he still finished everything that's been thrown in yeah. front of him. Uh, and Montoya, who, you know, a few years ago, I didn't think he was an NRL player. I thought mm. he was completely overrated and should be playing reserve grade. And the last couple of seasons, then in particular this this season, like just the work those boys get through, how important they are to the yardage coming out of their own end, uh, they were sensational all year. Yeah, incredible year for the Warriors. Incredible season. Uh, Egan, another guy. I mean, look, anyone in that squad really went well. <laughs>